you beautiful people my name is Davi I'm joined by Abe and Charlie welcome back to another Tony Tuesday discussion and for our view ooh, for our viewers and listeners sorry I keep confusing that it's fine people watch, actually watch on Spotify as well so for our viewers and listeners we hope you guys are doing well we just watched um, and reacted to episode seven of season one of the Sopranos another great episode I just want to get right into this discussion guys wow what an episode I think you know right before we finished it I said this was one of my favorite episodes um, mm. of the season and I think the reason why is because there was a lot that was un that just was revealed to us mm -hmm. and a lot of dynamics that that are there it's like further pushing more to who they are as characters and we're seeing them unravel even more um specifically the dynamic of carmela irena and tony um and tony's relationship and with dr melfi i'm oh, sorry isn't isn't her name irene Wait. no irena's his mistress irena's his mistress sorry okay so okay uh, jennifer up. is his jennifer okay his so purchase. it's the dynamics of Tony and the women in his life mm -hmm. um, and how Dr. Melfi um, was is the only one that is sympathetic towards him because she's a doctor. She's a psychiatrist and she has to be that to him and kind of put him ground, put him in a level of, you know, a grounded level and try to understand where he's coming from. Right. And um, it made him fall in love with her. Or what? Or so he thinks. Yes, <laughs> he thinks that. his feeling is like you love me. No, she doesn't. She doesn't know the true Tony outside of what they have there. And she and he doesn't know her. No, he he, he literally knows nothing about her. No, other than the fact of the stuff that the lieutenant has made him mm -hmm. like go after and, mm -hmm. and like uncover based on following her. Yeah, she just sometimes maybe she just tells him what he wants to listen, but no, that's not the case. It's when you're in. Uh, when in therapy it's her they're they're trying to understand your perspective where you're coming from and there's moments where they'll call you out and they'll be like this right. is what you're doing wrong and right at the end of the episode she called him out she mm -hmm. was like yo i'm here to sympathize with you that's what i'm here for right yeah i don't i don't think he realizes that people like it's a di it's an entirely different relationship with your therapist because your therapist is paid to listen to you yeah so in in that respect he's getting something that he's never been able to get from another woman of like just pure uninterrupted listening and sometimes she pushes back sometimes she says hey i think it's because of x y and z and he doesn't accept it but every time he goes back instead of fighting him she listens and that's different than every other woman in his life they all push back too True. because they react to his energy and they react to to him being more pushy and vocal and and um confrontational but she's not like that because she is a therapist and he's like, yeah. he can't wrap his head around. That. No. Um, and he's going through what's called the Florence Nightingale effect. I believe I looked okay. it up on my phone. So it's like, um, tell us Dr. Charlie, <laughs> <laughs> the Florence Nightingale effect is like when you are, here's an, an example is like you're hospitalized and there's a nurse that's caring for you. A lot mm -hmm. of the times the patient will fall in love with the nurse. Oh uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. So that, or the nurse will fall in love with the patient, or vice versa. Someone correct me in the comments if you guys get to this point, but basically that. He's getting care for from her, and, and he's falling in love with her. So mm -hmm. my question is, will it happen in return? Like the reverse? Yeah, will she catch feelings for him, too? I'm trying to understand. As of right now, so, I don't think so. so I think I, she's freaked out. I but. think right now it's a very unethical relationship yeah like there's yeah. like there's a lot of things that have happened. what about tony soprano is ethical <laughs> yeah exactly 100 <laughs> percent. but 
what I found so um, intrigued, what I was intrigued by this episode was that at the end, you know, when he opens up to her and says, I love you. And she tells, yo, stop it. Like, I'm just your therapist. Like, this is a, you know, I'm your doctor. Right. At the end, finishing that session, she goes, I'll see you again next Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I just think from my perspective, if I was his doctor, I'd be like, yo, I'm cutting this. Mm -hmm. There's no way we can do this. But there's different circumstances around Tony that I think she knows that she can't cut it. There's two things for me. The first and obvious thing is that she is a little bit. I feel like she's a little bit afraid of Tony and she's not 1000 percent sure what he will do without her sort of guidance so in my mind she's seeing him and being like okay i need to help shape this because if i just leave him be like god knows what's happening he's having me tailed he's stealing my car all this kind of stuff you know that could be a slippery slope into you know who knows she might be afraid of him right that's one thing the second thing is that she mentioned in the therapy session like this is a byproduct of the progress that you made and i do agree with her because him like having a love associated with her means that a he trusts her b like he's feeling like he's actually being heard and c they've actually built some sort of relationship but he's conflating that with love when it's actually just a therapist patient relationship and he's actually being heard he's never had that before so i think that she's realizing like or she's hoping that she can break through this and this is just a phase mm-hmm and this is just going to be like, a, okay, no, you, you're going to realize you don't actually love me and you're going to figure this out. But if we stop now, then you might resent therapy. And that's not the point of this. Yeah, that's good, man. And she might also like, I don't know her that well, but I, she seems to me like a person that like wants to be able to help the patient and like not, wants to crack them. And I think she doesn't want to give up at this point. Yeah. She's like, I've, I've done too much work. I've tried too hard. Like, we've been through a lot mm-hmm. for us to, like, quit here. So yeah. she's going to continue with it yeah, for th- that purpose. I think she's trying to trying to see the pros into this relationship, right? There's a lot of, there's cons, right? The cons mm-hmm. of him saying, oh, I love you and all this stuff. But there, like you said, there's been a lot of positives that have come out of this. Like, Tony has been able to analyze his life and make the and and see some differences and act upon it and how he does in his job right like another example was when she tells him yo just um like junior and your mother just make him feel like that they have power Mm -hmm. what does he do he hands junior head of the table right he's like yo you take the table right you can operate it and i'll and i'll support you and it worked right because he got that trust from junior Mm -hmm. so there's like these there's been these there's been growth and there's been um moments where you see tony change right with with sessions that he has with dr melfi but also there's other times where you're like tony bro you're going crazy like you're acting out of the line and i think what she's doing well is sometimes she puts him back into reality but i just want to see is how is this gonna kind of swing more towards tony's side or is it gonna swing more towards dr melfi's side in what sense in the sense of like who's gonna win out who's gonna win out yeah i think it mm-hmm. I, I think I think either they both kind of lose or Dr. Melfi, Dr. Melfi is able to convince him. Yeah. What do you think, Tony? I'm calling you Tony because you have the shirt <laughs> and I'm looking shirt. and I'm literally looking right at the shirt. What do you think, Charlie? <laughs> I don't know what to think. Part of me is like, is this just Tony's move to get women? Like, is this what he did with Carmela? Is this what he did with Irina? Like, he does these kind of like stocky things and like gives them 
not little gifts. It's kind of major gifts, but to him, maybe he just thinks it's like it's almost like the bombing. equivalent of uh, giving them flowers or something. He got he changed the damn starter on the woman's car, right? By probably having someone steal it or something. He's been tailing her all that. So I, I don't know. I don't think we've seen like backstory on how Tony met Carmela, how he got things started with Irina. So I don't know. I don't. I and 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 it clearly. At least two of the women have, you know, liked him enough to the point to have a relationship with him. So I wonder if he will have success in this one, too. I think so. I think she pointed out something very clearly to him, which was almost a dig. And I don't know if you guys caught it, but it was like she was like, I gave you a very broad, generic, gentle woman because that yeah. is that is what gets the most out of like being a therapist, basically. And she was basically telling him, like, you can't handle a strong woman like i'm being super gentle to you because this is how you respond but like when irena pushes back at him he gets he, angry yeah carmela mm -hmm. pushes back at him he gets angry and nothing comes of it his mother pushes back at him he gets angry nothing comes of it even his daughter so like she pushed back on at him a few times as well during right. therapy sessions and, and he would get mad and he reacts poorly so she basically told told him without like telling him straight up like you cannot handle a strong woman yeah. and you cannot you react negatively to it and there's a lot to unpack yeah. there. And she, I think, is trying to help him through that. But she's basically, like, emulating this gentle, soft, subdued, generic woman because that's what he low-key wants. And he always wants to be in power. Yeah. And that's how he's he, responding to yeah, therapy. Just, and that's it, why he thinks he loves her. Yeah. Because <laughs> in general, he yeah. just can't handle getting called out. Yeah. And, oh, man. He's used to pulling the strings. He's used yeah. to being the boss. So when someone calls him out, you know. He, he doesn't take well to that. I want to point something out about this episode. I feel like I feel like this is like a very big contrast to the last episode in the sense where like the last episode, I felt like a lot of things were understated and a little bit more like symbolic and you had to read between the lines. This episode like spoon fed you all the information that you needed. Mm -hmm. Like through the through the therapy sessions, we learned exactly, you know, what you know, was, ha was happening with Tony, what she thought of Tony, what he was feeling, and that dynamic. I thought that was pretty obvious. And then um, we saw, like, the chess, mas chess matches. He was playing uh, with Junior he, and his, and his crew. mom yeah. and the crew and everything. And now we're seeing, like, the police investigation. So I, ju I just wanted to, to point that out there. I don't know if you guys noticed something similar there of, like, how those last two episodes have been, like, very, very different. Both great episodes, but very different yeah. narratively. I, I agree. I, I just think this one, um, it was more, it, it kind of felt like a, a third act, essentially, mm. where it's just revealing so many things that they've been building up to get to. And we're not even done with this season. And whereas the second episode, the episode before that was more, I think, building up uh, some some development. And then I think next one, this one we just watched was kind of, I don't know, like revealing everything to you. I think mm. that's how I saw it. Yeah, yeah, it's just answering a lot of, a lot of unanswered questions. You know. Yeah. What was what happened here? I think there's also question. There, there's definitely still questions to be answered. Yeah. I mean, the I mean, police I, investigations. I think I think that's what it is because we. That's why I said it kind of felt like a third act, but then we get let we kind of get a I, new. I feel like this is a second act leading mm -hmm. into third. You think there's a second act leading into a third? Yeah, because the the big climax of it all hasn't mm -hmm. really hit yet. Mm -hmm. Hasn't really happened. So mm -hmm. I feel like we're getting all of the information to be able to hit that third act and actually yeah. like... I think it just act. added another storyline mm -hmm. and it introduced another one. It was already hinting at it because at the end of, um, was it Jackie's funeral, 
the FBI were already taking pictures. Right. And then, boom, we come here and we get another one. Yeah. Oh, they're actually in there. They're in the crew. They're in the meetings as well. Mm-hmm. They hold up the John and the, the little picture right here on his... <clears throat> and The little name tag. Yeah, the name tag. And the camera. Yeah, the camera and everything. So I think they're kind of introduced another storyline that will develop throughout the seasons. I don't know. Which is crazy because we got six seasons and I'm thinking, how is this going to run for six seasons? It can't all be therapy, right? No, I, yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here could. thinking like, yo, this maybe is, it could. This is a six-season show. Like, are, are the FBI going to take this long to arrest Tony Soprano? I know, probably not. I don't know what's going to happen. No, they will. This kind of stuff, I feel like, is multi-year investigation. Yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. It's until they have like all the concrete stuff to bust everyone. So. Well, well, someone someone commented in one of the episodes, like, just remember they got Al Capone for tax evasion, like. Mm-hmm. as much as you want to try to get these guys and you know quote unquote that what they're doing is bad or they're mm-hmm. they're bad actors you can't it's so hard to get evidence against them because they're bought into everybody like yeah. they have they have connections everywhere they're so they smart have, they're, they're so smart they they cover mm-hmm. their tracks all that so it, it's i'm interested to see how the police storyline will fold in because so far they're the only ones without some sort of like main protagonist within that storyline like we just kind of see the police in the shadows other than the lieutenant we haven't haven't seen like a legitimate character that we can follow from their perspective no we haven't all we see is like tony the family like everything around them the police is kind of like a in the background in the background outside of their view of what's going on so i'm curious if they're going to fold that in as another you know another narrative or story or like characters whatnot or is it just going to be you know this background that all of a sudden turns into a climax of oh shit it's all going down like the police are on us what are we gonna do yeah that's true i think i do think they're gonna come in as a forefront as well and we're gonna get a different storyline kind of that contrast both of them both of them in parallels really well it felt like that's what was happening yeah, i think that's what it was episode. doing i think it was introducing that so i want to see that maybe it's going to be something that they're always in the background and there's a season where they come in um but yeah, Charlie, is there something else specifically in this episode that stood out to you? I know a big forefront was the chess match and also um, Tony Soprano's relationship with the women in his life and his therapist. Is there something else that caught, that caught your attention? I think um, we're starting to see... Do you remember in the, the funeral episode? Yeah. He's having a conversation being like, oh yeah, he's, you know, he, uh, Junior has the spot, whatever. We're still going to run things. We saw a little bit of Tony running things here mm-hmm. in this episode. And even though Junior is kind of getting his way with things like the whole taxing, um, I'm forgetting his name, Hesh and stuff, Tony is, you know, then convincing Junior to spread the wealth, you know, spread the money. And in in return, Tony gives him his share and he's getting basically his money back. Mm -hmm. So Tony is still very much running things behind the scenes without Junior really knowing about it. Meanwhile, Junior thinks he's making big moves and he's the big boss. And so I would like to, I I want to see how long he's going to be able to keep up with that until Junior finds out. Yeah, I do think Junior is going to start getting skeptical about it is because when they were watching that baseball game, um, Junior looked at him and was like, you good? Are you all right? Yeah. Um, I think Junior is starting just a little bit, maybe like really small. Um, I think he's going to start following him and see what tony does i do think that might happen i i saw that as like uh he's starting to realize some of his like depression stuff oh yeah yeah that's what i'm saying no no that's why he could find out 
that he's taking pills and then he's going to be like, oh, telling everyone like, oh, mm -hmm. Tony's gone soft and no mm -hmm. one, people won't trust him anymore. Yeah. I thought you guys were saying like he's going to end up realizing that while he's in the position of power, Tony's still pulling strings both, in the background. Both, yeah. both things. We'll see no, I think he'll find out both things. And why? he'll think that the reason as to why he's doing it is because he's on of medication yeah. and that maybe is affecting him. The meds are him. making him soft. Oh, I would have thought that he would just like... Is what he would, they that, would say. That would just be his, his uh, ace in the hole. Like his... His thing of like, all right, how do I get rid of Tony? Like, this is the the one chip or the card that I have to yeah. play. Um, but I, I think I think he's really I think now Tony is starting to realize too. Like, he's interacting with people and people are noticing like there's something wrong with him because even the conversation he's having with Hesh by the farm and the horses, like he starts kind of rambling. Such, yo, saying some it's kind of out of pocket stuff out of nowhere. Yeah, and Hesh is like. Right, he's like, wow, well, to be a horse, not have any problems, nothing, 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 like all this, all this stuff. And it seems like Hesh is starting to question, like, what the heck is this man talking about? And Tony's like, oh, I don't even know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I think he's starting to catch himself of like, I need to really be careful because mm -hmm. I think people are starting to he's notice that he's in public. Yeah, yeah, confessing in public. People are starting to like get a read on him and understand that not everything is perfect, not everything is going well in his life, and like showing any bit of weakness can be uh detrimental to, mm -hmm. to his position uh one thing i also want to bring up is the conversation carmela had with the priest um while we watched that uh, you brought up you're like yo that that conversation was strange Very. you said it and I, i'm still trying to understand what what he was talking about i i don't know what to make up from it yeah i don't know what to make up from it i don't get yeah i don't get his intentions because it, it, it would i would assume that if he's trying to get at Carmela, right? He's trying to have a relationship with her. The, the last thing he wants is Tony to be more involved in the church. Yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> so I, I'm like, I, I, I do think the priest is not like a. You think I, he's genuine, he, but he struggles. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I think that when he's in Carmela's house, it's a completely different vibe. It's a completely different setting where these things of you know his his inner feelings that he's not able to talk about and these desires he has can come out. But when he's in the church, he's very authoritarian to what the church wants and to the laws of the church and, mm -hmm. you know, the dynamic of a man and a woman, the classic, um, like church structure. And I think that, you know, the ways that she was kind of talking about, you know, how he takes mistresses and how it never bothered her. He kind of like doubled down and was like, well, this is pretty much just as much your fault as it is his. And I thought it was interesting. I almost thought it was like a way of him like putting her in her place, uh, of like establishing a dynamic of like, you know, man and woman kind of thing. Um, because I think he realizes like Carmela is a strong woman. Um, and I think Tony also realizes that. So I don't know what he has to necessarily gain from it other than the fact that him being in the diff in the setting of the church makes him spree speak more to, you know, what he would as a priest instead of like his desires and his relationship with Carmela. Mm. That's what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm curious to see if this, and if this actually changes anything about Carmela's demeanor I with think, Tony. I think what Carmela took out of that conversation was that she has to, I think be more stern and stronger to Tony and being like, I think that's what I, I didn't I, take that. I don't know. Cause what I got, what I got from it is she felt like she hasn't been paying attention enough to Tony and she needs to be more of a listener. Cause that's basically what she, she told him at the end. I was like, I need to be that woman in your life that, that listens and cares for you. And I've been too distracted with the kids in the house and the whatever, mm -hmm. like, 
Yeah. That is that is what she got from it. And the, the yeah. father is the one who kind of told her that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're right. This entire dynamic throughout the entire season, it's felt like she's wanted to be Tony's equal. And now she's feeling like, oh, wait, maybe uh, I need to mm-hmm. I need to be more, you know, of the classic wife dynamic mm-hmm. and, and taking care of him. Be more of what <laughs> Dr. Melfi you know, she's perceiving Dr. Melfi is doing to Tony. Right, exactly. Yeah, I, I think that's that's partially what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Could be wrong, though. Love to hear people's opinions on that. Yeah. Because um, I think it's a it's a bit of a complex one. And yeah, I think I think she's trying to find the balance with that mm-hmm. in terms of finding, finding balance of when she needs to listen to Tony or when she needs to be, you know, straight up with him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're going to learn is her finding, you know, ways and how she just needs to allow him to speak and maybe turn into what Dr. Melfi is to him in a sense where he thinks that Dr. Melfi looks at him as a, he thinks that Dr. Melfi perceives him as someone, I don't know, who just listens and never calls him out. And maybe Carmelo's like, oh, there's moments where I have to do that. But also there's going to be moments where I have to call him out and tell him, yo, you're doing this wrong. I think that's what she's going to battle with. Um, and that's going to be, it's going to be tough on her. It's going to be tough because I, she does with a lot of stress. Yeah, she does. She has a lot of stress. She's and a mob mobster's wife. Exactly. <laughs> and Tony is also living with a lot of stress. And that comes down to the It's always going to be brought back to the house. So I want to see how she balances it all out and deals with this. Because it's hard on her. What she's doing is tough. The man, he's horrible, bro. He cheats on her and she just accepts it. And it's it's bad. I feel, it makes me feel so bad for her. It, mm-hmm. it really does. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think the thing that you were talking about is not... It's not so much like it's not that it's so much that she's gonna cha- like not challenge him as much. Yeah. It's gonna be more of like how, because I think her biggest issue, or not even her her issue, it's his issue is that he doesn't respond to being challenged in like a uh, raising your voice like directly confronting back way. She yeah. like he he's responded to Doctor Melfi in a very loving way and 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 caring because she's gentle because she listens because she challenges him in a very like. Um, in a much more gentle way. So I'm curious to see if that's how Carmela's going to start being around Tony. I don't think that's how it's going to be. Yeah, no. She's a mobster's wife at the end of the day. Like she's got too much stress in her life to to respond that way 24-7. No. She's not a therapist. It's No, she's not. It's She's a wife. <laughs> like, there, she's She has her own life. And wow, it's... Oof. Shout out Carmela. Love Shout, out Carmela. <laughs> Shout out Carmela. Shout out Carmela. Um, we didn't get any of the kids this episode. Um, no. I think last episode was a big, a big forefront on highlighting metal. So I wonder with Tony's son. Um, yeah, episode seven description already says something about Anthony Jr. getting suspended. So <laughs> there we go. We're getting the kids next yeah, episode. I think we're getting the kids. Yep. I think it's nice the way they balance it out. Some episodes we get them, some episodes we don't. Mm-hmm. Is there something else that you noticed that you want to bring up? No, I think this episode, like I mentioned, I think this episode was a lot more um le- straightforward straightforward less reading between the lines like we're feeding you all this information you might not know where it's going to lead yet but here you go and mm-hmm. it, it gives you a lot of cause for speculation oh last question the horse scene is there something because i know animals tony did you guys get something out of that yeah I, it felt very much in line with his other animal encounter stuff like mm-hmm. very much like this calm appreciation and like i, I the part of it just very much seems like tony struggles with the stress of it all and again like admires these animals as like free and without the stress that he deals with they live a simple life and he kind of wishes he had that yeah oh also his mother um he went to go see his mother and we're seeing that his mother is influencing junior a lot 
in his decisions mm-hmm. in taxing Hesh and also how she you think his mother is trying to like I don't know in a way destroy Tony and kind of because she's mad that he put her in this position I wonder if she misses in a way like or she felt like she had a purpose when she was a mobster's wife and then ever since his dad died like she's kind of been mm-hmm. missing that sort of influence mm-hmm. um and I think that's kind of the relationship that she now has with Junior and she realizes that you know Tony they don't see eye to eye they're from a different generation she's not more like you know he's he wanted to put her in a home all that stuff like she's much more in turn in in line with what Junior wants and I think that's why she's exerting a lot of influences. Like she feels like she still has a place and still has a purpose. And she's been struggling to have a purpose ever since she's been put in the home and all that. So this is kind of like how, how, what almost what keeps her going in my eyes. Yeah. Which is it, sad. It's so funny. Cause when Tony, cause when Tony went to go visit her, he asked her straight up. He's like, are you, are you influencing? Are you listening? Influencing oh, he junior? He knows, he but said, he, he knows. He said straight up. Yeah. He said, I know, uh, you have junior's ear. Yeah, he said he said that. And she there. goes, "What? I don't know uh, what you're yeah. talking about." Mm-hmm. Her classic. <laughs> but, and it's and I think that's where I saw the relation is to which not even his mother can get called out. Like she's she she doesn't like it. And Tony's the same way. And you see the resemblance there. And which the I thought, yeah, mm-hmm. they just can't. It, it's mm-hmm. it's great. It's it's re- it's written so well in the dynamics and the way the family operates with with one another. It, it's just it's a really good narrative, man. It yeah. is. I also like I really love the I think we I briefly touched on this, but the chess elements of like how Tony's playing things. He's he's very much showing his intelligence because mm-hmm. the way that he negotiated everything with Hesh, he went to uh I think it was Johnny Sachs first, talked to him. I think it's the mob in New York who has more control, more power, says, Hey, Hesh is gonna come talk to you. They need to make it seem like he came to you and not to me, blah blah blah. He's creating that distance between, you know, the issue, him junior. Um, that was really intelligent. And then being able to go to his mother when he has, feels like he has problems with junior instead of going directly to junior is very like he's playing, he's trying to play a step ahead. I guess the only one thing he's not a step ahead of is the fact that the cops are right on them. Yes. They're in there. Unless they, unless they somehow know. And we're just, we haven't seen that yet. I wonder what, if, I mean, I, there's going to be a moment where I think mm-hmm. they're going to find out. And I wonder how mm-hmm. that's going to play a role. I'm thinking of that whole thing with his mother now. And you guys saying that she probably misses being like a mob wife. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that she may have acted as an advisor in some way to his dad? Oh, yeah. Oh, because yeah. then Junior also like trusts her word and stuff like that, too. So and the only thing is, I, I don't see Tony ever going to his mom for advising. Exactly. He goes there to try to change her mind on things or to, you know, slip, uh, uh, put little bits of information uh, for her to think the other way or something like yeah. that right so i'm thinking would tony have more success if he for example got advising from carmilla oh that's interesting because he doesn't let her into that part of her life at all i think maybe growing up he may have seen the involvement of his mom in all of this mm-hmm. and i think that maybe when he got married to carmilla was like yeah. yo i'm gonna keep this separate because yeah. i don't want yeah. you to be in a dangerous position i don't want you to get hurt i don't want you to mm-hmm. to feel I, I think maybe that i, I think mean, that's how i he see hasn't it found someone that he trusts and maybe he will start to i don't know bring sort some of that information to jennifer to be fair we, we, i feel like we don't wow. know too much about his mom's dynamic with his dad like tony's mom and dad 
the one thing that we do know is that in the beginning, when they kind of first introduced this relationship, they talked about how um, after his dad died, his mom was like, treated his dad like a saint, which makes me think that when they were alive, that wasn't the case. Yeah. So they maybe there was a little bit more clashing like how Tony and Carmela are. So maybe his mom hasn't always been like this. Maybe she has been a little bit more like Carmela and not so much, you know, uh, involved with the day to day and knows what's going on, but doesn't address it, but feels some sort of guilt towards it. And eventually she evolved once her husband died and said, like, this is this is the point. This is the, you know, uh, sorry, I just got distracted. No, you're good. Uh, this is the the this is the way that the family works this is the way that the mob works so i might as well lend you know some sort of advice instead of fighting it and i think carmela is still probably in the fighting stage of that involvement maybe mm-hmm. she'll evolve because you see her 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 conflict with it she's talked to the priest about yeah. it she's felt guilty about it she feels like she needs to confess about it and i mean it seems like now this almost might be a turning point for her where she might be a little bit more supportive of tony but I, I have some sort of feeling that his mother was also in that boat with his dad at some point. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I think we're I think we're gonna see her try to get involved. Not involved I think Carmela. I think ask more questions mm-hmm. when he comes home and be like, Oh, how was what'd you do? And mm-hmm. Tony may be opening up to her more, telling telling her more about his day to day and all this stuff and then building a trust with yes, each other. Trying to build, there's, nothing. there's nothing. So right. I think what Carmel's gonna do is try to build that relationship not only in the home but what he's doing at work. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll see her perspective in it and how maybe that might change, you know, the guilt that she's feeling. Yeah. We'll uh, see. Well we'll see. Wow, y'all. <laughs> what a good that was a great discussion. Um we hope you guys uh love this discussion. Thank you so much for watching our reaction and listening to our discussion. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode and please like this video, subscribe and comment. We appreciate your support, your comments and everyone telling us we want to do two two episodes a week. Hopefully we get there, but we love you guys. We'll see you soon in the next week for Tony Tuesday.